Hello and welcome to Metal Vice, the podcast where we talk about all things music. Well, the things we care about. Right. Which is mainly metal music and live music. I'm your host, Brian. Join my other host. Karen. And tonight, Karen, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about the White Shop White Chapel show at the House of Blues. Yeah, and I couldn't really find a title for the, like a tour name. All I saw was like playing the Valley in the Fall. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure if it was like the Valley or what the tour was, but Yeah. Yeah. Um, but this was on April twenty fifth of twenty twenty three. At the House of Blues, as you mentioned, ticket price is not that bad. $25 for a ticket, but then there's ten twenty five in fees, yep. so that kind of sucks. And then that awesome $0.11 cent tax, so no fucking clue what, what's mm-hmm. going on there, what's getting taxed there, and what's not, but yeah, interesting. Joining this, uh, joining Whitechapel, we had three openers, yep. um, Inthos, Signs of the Swarm, and Archspire. Archspire or Archspire, yeah, I'm not sure. Archspire. Um, Maybe Arcspire. All these bands other than Whitechapel, I haven't really heard or listened to in the no, past. So I didn't think I did, but um, and those I've actually seen. Uh, I've seen two of these things on, but one of them I talk about while we talk about the band. But uh, and those I've actually seen on Instagram, just not knowing it was her. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Like she's got her own page that she's like singing and shit. Um, well, I think it's just their page, but like her singing. Yeah. Gotcha. I didn't know until she came out. So. Uh, the lead singer being from Enthos. That's yeah, what we're yeah about. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, get in. We've already talked about the House of Blues a lot. Um, this time going when we were walking our way up the stairs and somebody came down with coats. And apparently there is a coat check. So all these last couple times we were bitching about no coat check. Maybe it was just around the corner. We had no clue where it was. See, and I don't think so because one time we went through that door and there was no coat check there. That's true, too. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. But... <laughs> um, Get up to the get up to show floor. We find our spots. We get our merch first, I guess. Then we go find our spots. Um, we're on the floor, and and we've learned like, don't fucking leave your spot because it's going to be hard to sell to get back. Luckily, this or unluckily, this wasn't really a sold out show. I don't think was it. No, it wasn't sold out. No, there was a little bit of room. So I mean, we've been to the lately. There's been a lot of sold out shows there, and there's a few coming up that we're going to go to. That yeah, it's just insane how how many people they can pack in that little little spot. But um, I actually enjoyed all of the all the show from our normal spot on the floor. Good acoustics, good uh, view of the stage. But like, if you're not on that floor, which is very small, you, it's going to be hard to hard to see that so or get that experience. Yeah, and I mean, once uh, later in the evening, I went back and used the restroom, and it sounded so much better than when we saw or when we were at the Static X show. Yeah. So I don't know what what was up if it was just that night. That it sounded horrible. Something was off. Or so, yeah, I'm not sure, but um, not that it sounded great. It's not like you're being in front of the stage, but you it know, wasn't sure. that muffled sound that was the night of the stage. Because there was like so. no, we we're like just in a dead spot right yeah, I think there, so. and like you, they had the TV we were looking because we were behind a pole and you couldn't see anything else. But it was a dead spot. There was no like acoustics. Like it was very shitty. Yeah, very muffled and gr- like not a good sound. But I've also been back around that. <laughs> you know, back off of the floor before in the past, like going to get drinks or going to the bathroom at other shows. I don't remember it being that bad either those times. No, I think it was just during, uh, I mean, we talked about this during Static X, but um, just during the Lacuna Coil show last year and then this one where it was like muffly. So I wonder if it is just, you have to be in like a certain spot for it to be muffly. And then otherwise it's If you're just unmucking, you get that one dead spot. Yeah. Um, Because think about Lacuna Coil. We are almost in the same spot, just on the opposite side of that's true. We were the yeah. venue, so I wonder if it's just that little spot where, like, the poles just cutting it just right or something, where it's ca- um, causing the dead spot. 
Yeah, and I did hear a couple of people talking while we were sitting there. I think it was even before um, Enthos went on. Um, but they were talking about how even we met a guy in line, and he was talking about he's never been to the House of Blues. He's excited. And as he's walking, he's like, oh, wow, look at this place. What's this over here? What's going on with this? And it does have a really cool aesthetic to it. Yeah. It's got a really good feel to the venue itself. And But the people I heard over here heard talking were talking about the radius and they didn't seem like they were really big on the radius really yeah from their standpoint it was there's no character it's just wide open space it's huge that's what i I like about it and i agree (laughs) i mean no but i also agree like there's not a whole lot of character to it i do like the venues that have some more character but i also do like the openness and how large yeah that's true like if you think about house of blues and the aragon and like the vic and aragon's um, a really good one Yeah. yeah yeah and like even um Riviera, we've been there a couple times. Like it, they all have a little bit of character, like the older venues and stuff like that. Where, yeah, like the radius, and we recently went to Concord. Like those are just modern open spaces where there's not the character and everything. Yeah, Concord has a little bit more than I feel like than um, the radius does. What? How? Where? Just oh, like the painting when you come up the stairs. The painting, the. The way they have their back seats behind the bar, sort of like they have two sections of like oh, bleacher guess, seating. Yeah. yeah, the balcony's kind of um, gives yeah, a little unique. Fit. The radius has their little unique seating as well, like around oh, by the restrooms yeah, yeah. and in the back and stuff. Um, it's just, I think, and I think that's done very well for how the venue is set up. I agree. I think it's yeah. done really well. Where too. it's like, it's kind of out of the way, but you can still anywhere that there is a seat, you can still see or hear what's going on. Not that you can necessarily see, but you can hear what's going on. The one I think that got both of those beat is definitely Mission Ballroom. I love how that's set Oh, yeah, but that's that in Denver. Feels. It yeah. is in Denver, but it's a really cool vibe. Yeah. We are going to go check out the Salt Shed hopefully later this year at some show. Um, and I'm kind of excited to see what that looks like. I'm betting yeah. it's going to be more like the Radius than anything else. I think so, too. A, yeah. It used to be a warehouse that they converted into, you know, put yeah. foam pad Do up it, and whatnot. Honestly, like I haven't even looked at pictures for the salt shed or anything like what it's set up as yeah i haven't really either no yeah like i know last year they did like an outdoor thing oh did they yeah i don't know where or how or what but the salt shed is the the one that says salt shed on it from the highway right like the yeah, mortons Mort- like they kept yeah. that on there i don't everything. think it says salt shed i think it says morton salt oh, do, oh whatever yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 but i wasn't sure if they like if they kept that all on there if that's still like an active no no else. that's where the venue is that's where it yeah. is i mean that's yeah. kind of cool i do like that yeah. a bit yeah Anywho, though, I mean, House of Blues, it was a, it was a pleasant experience this yeah, time. Around. Yeah, I didn't mind it this time. I was, I mean, we got there really early before doors opened, like 30 minutes before doors opened. For us, that's a really early. Um, and I was really nervous about getting a spot, having a spot on the floor. I was adamant about not leaving the floor. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just I mean, because the last couple of times we've had bad experiences. And I mean, that's a that's a good thing to keep in mind too for future shows is if you want to get on the floor and have a decent spot, get there early. Yeah. I mean, we, like and you don't said, leave. <laughs> we were there 30 minutes ahead of time. We were barely wrapped around the building, uh, in we line. D- yeah. We really weren't because once people started condensing, we were up even on the ramps. So. Right. And even by the time we got in, like there was nobody there. Like, yeah, it was fine. So, but I mean, for future shows that are sold out and yeah, probably bring in the larger crowd definitely want to get there sooner than yeah. later like i think doors open at six and by like 6 40 we even had a conversation like the floor wasn't full or anything so it yeah. was like it, we really didn't need to be there that early but then again for apocalyptica we got there like 20 minutes before the show started yeah. or 30 minutes and it was completely packed so yeah i guess it's just all about 
the show, who's there, how many people get there, maybe what night it is also. I don't know what when Apocalyptica was, but yeah, I can't remember like, either. This was on a Tuesday night, so Yeah. I mean that was definitely a school night too, I think. Possibly. But yeah, I can't remember. I mean we can look it up but we won't. <laughs> <laughs> um Anyway, enough about the venue. How about we just dive straight into the bands? Sure. Enthos, as I think it's pronounced. Yeah, I think so, too. It's E-N-T-H-E-O-S. Is that right? O-E-S. Oh, E-O-S. E-O-S. Um, short set, seven songs, starting with... You say short set, but that's the same amount of songs as um, the first band before Pop Evil. And I thought that they went on for a long time. So did I. That was different, yeah. but this definitely felt short. This did. So... Before we even get into this, like where we were standing, we could see the time clock. I was going to mention that too. And that was bugging me because I'm like, I could watch and be like, oh, they can only play one more song. Like it was bugging me. I was doing the same thing in my head and it was kind of frustrating a little bit to see that. And also I think it's there for the band to like another way to keep in mind. I think normally though, like there's like boxes or like merch, not merch. um, Like little boxes on the stage. Yeah. Like all their uh, stuff is like the boxes are. Set up, set up, or there's stuff on the stage where you can't see it. And stuff. Like at an angle, so they can see see where it is. Sort of like the um, the speaker things that yeah shoot back at them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I was gonna say the same thing. I did see that too. Um, and just looking at it, being like, oh, this is all right. So it's seven twenty. They came on at seven. Probably have time for like one or two more songs, maybe two at most. Yeah, yeah. And it's one more, and it's like, oh, it's seven twenty eight. That's Probably, you know, yeah. something along those yeah. lines. Um, but they came out, did their own tuning, did their own testing of uh, like mics and shit. I believe I remember watching them, which was kind of, you know, you know, you you definitely see that with smaller, especially opener bands coming out and doing their own their own shit. Um, but yeah, like I said, short set, seven songs, starting with um, "Remember Your Dust," followed by "Absolute Zero. In Purgatory, Purgatory, White Noise 2, okay, (laughs) I Am the Void, uh, Darkest Day, and then finishing off with The Sinking Sun. And, you know, the band comes out, two guitar players, a drum kit, start playing, and then all of a sudden the singer comes out and she just, like, rips it. Like, just deep fucking growls, going hard. And then she would switch. I, I don't know what style of vocal it is. Yeah. Yeah, where you like growl and then this uh, screechy growl. It's more screechy, of a screechy scream. Yeah. It's, to me, it reminds me, the first time I've heard it, or at least the thing that I always think of when I hear that is Cradle of Filth, because that's sort of where I oh. first listened to it and picked up on it. And it's sort of that, like you said, that high-pitched kind of screechy, screamy type. Yeah. Yeah. Type stuff, and she would go back and forth between both styles really, really well. And yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, um, I don't know how vocalists do that like just on a dime, they can switch between because uh, we've talked about it where some bands will have that sound, but it's two separate people. Yeah, where like yeah. the bassist will be one and then the lead singer, um, or lead vocalist, um, or vice versa, or whatever. But yeah, this is one person doing it. Yeah, um. I definitely see it too with one person if they're doing more of um, what Whitechapel does, where they do the you know the deep growls oh, and, and they do singing. the clean vocals. Yeah, yeah, afterwards. yeah. I said singing; it's all singing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the clean vocals. Yeah, where it's more melodic than yep. the growls. Yeah. And I really, I really enjoy that sort of aesthetic. 
jumping ahead a little bit, but with other other bands that do it, I really enjoy that as well when they can go back and forth yeah. between those styles. And like <coughs> like I said, it's that's very common for me to see. But when it is sort of the two different styles, uh, I also, like you mentioned, we also see a lot of two different vocalists yeah. coming out and doing yeah. it. Yeah. But I guess the deep growl and that high pitch sort of screechy scream stuff. It's very similar, I guess, to some extent. I mean, I'm, I'm, I have no clue, but I would think that that comes from lots of training and two oh, different, for sure. two different areas of how you hold your. I don't know if it's how you hold your mouth or like how you where how you, you where you get the sound, the sound from. Yeah. yeah, but I think it. They're similar, but I think it's two totally different. So. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just gonna. This, I'm not saying it's two totally. It's not two. I agree. It's two totally different. Um. All I'm saying is those are kind of, to me, neighbors, and therefore it might be a little easier than doing a growl and then clean vocals. So I think, it, I mean, now I, now I feel like we're talking on something that we don't know, but I, oh, think, it would be, are. I would think it would be easier to go from growl to clean vocals than in the middle of singing go from... Because, I mean, if you think of like a metalcore band, how they have the deep growl and then they go into melodic singing and then it's like they it kind of stops for a second and then they go into the growl again and where this is like it's in the middle of the same lyrics and you just go from one to the other Hmm. i don't know i think this is more complicated granted i can't sing at all so same i i also don't know it's just yeah i i i I, sometimes picked up on watching this band and it was interesting it was fun yeah for sure the crowd was getting into it. Um, I enjoyed she had to kind of encourage it a little bit. but A little, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that's how it is a lot of times. For Well, granted, not at Denver Metal Fest. That was like as soon as people got there, they were ready to go. But a lot of times on the openers, it is kind of like people aren't really doing much until they encourage it. Yeah. But good to it all around. I really enjoyed the music. Uh, the stage stage performance I really enjoyed as well. No bass again, just two guitar oh, players. Oh, really? I didn't know so. Uh, we, Maybe I need to watch for that more often. We we brought that up with, uh, we brought that up with Pop Evil because the two opening bands didn't have basses yeah. as well. To me, this band is definitely like a death metal, like death metal, death metal band. Yeah. Like I think, Amarth is death metal, but this is like more death metal than Amarth yeah. is. Yeah. Like according to Wikipedia, this is technical death metal or progressive death metal because you were looking at that before the show and i think you said they were progressive metal and i was like i don't get, oh yeah it was progressive metal i don't or get, technical death metal i don't get the progressiveness of no. it i get more the technical death i mean granted these are the seven songs we've heard so i don't know if there's other song or like if they have different types of music out there because i mean we've talked about that where bands will put out one type of music and then they change to a different type of music or like they morph into something else so possibly that's a case here i don't know but i also think of like progressive metal as being very technical as well yeah so technical death metal is very yeah technical like you have to be very precise what you're doing there's very complex arrangements in your music that you're doing so in that regards yeah i guess i could see the progressive aspect of it just when I think of progressive metal, I don't think of yeah. death metal. You right? think of more like bareness. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's boring. I like this. 
No, no this, was, this was fun. I had a good yeah, time watching yeah. this. This was a lot of great. I know. I mean, yeah. almost all the music's the same and both kind of... Not the same, but like the same um, death metal type sound. Yeah. Um, and for the whole night. And like, I think after Signs of the Swarm... I can't remember when I turned to you, but I just asked if you're all right. <laughs> because I feel like I'm more into this type of metal right now. And you're more into like the progressive metal type sound. Yeah, um, let's get into that here in just a little okay. bit. Okay. Let's finish Inthos so we can talk about Signs of the Swarm because, yeah, that's a very good point. I okay. Think. There's not a whole lot more I want to necessarily say about si- or Inthos. Don't know about you. Like I said already, like I, I like the music. I like the performance. It was awesome. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. I was very happy to have this. Because sometimes with openers, it's especially the last, uh, I mean, in the last year, like the first or second opener, well, if, especially if there's four, like the first and the second, I'm just like, eh. Yeah. And then it gets better. Um, Like either the second or third gets better. But this time it was fantastic. Yeah, I, I agree with that. That's a good point. Like there are a few shows we've been to where I, I also agree with you where I did not enjoy the first few bands where it's like it took me a while to get into yeah, it. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie, it took me a while to get into it this night as well. Oh, really? But that's, I had a shitty fucking day oh, at work, yeah. so yeah. I was still pissed and stewing yeah. about that. Yeah. Which you would think, like, this would, like, just help me unwind a little bit, but no, it it, it took me a little bit to, like, oh. let all that go. This, yeah, this type <laughs> of music helps me. This is what I, this type of music is what I listen to at work, so <laughs> that I don't have to uh, listen to people talk. But no, we added them to the playlist. Definitely keep an eye out for them to come to town oh, yeah. again and check yeah. them out. Yeah, it'd be fun sure. to check them out again. Um, I think uh, they said that they have a new album out, right? Um, Was it them? I can't remember if it was them or not. I think oh, it may okay. have been the next band. Oh, okay. Like I said, we added them to the playlist, and I think we added this band in the playlist too. I hope so. We Well, we added all, yeah, we added oh, okay. all of them to the playlist, but there was one band that had a new track that we did okay, not Okay, so have. that might be this one. All right, then next we have Signs of the Swarm. Again, another short set list. They only played, once again, we were looking at the clock, or we had complete yeah. view of the clock. Only played for about 30 minutes, just like the first band. Yeah, um, yeah. And Thos did. And we have six songs. Unbridled, Nameless, Revelations of a Silent King, O.V. being of. I like when they do that. I'm not going to lie. That's uh-huh. kind of a cool way to do it. Did you say um, Revelations? Yeah, isn't that what that says? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I miss... Understood, yeah. Revelations of a Silent King. Yep. <laughs> uh, amongst the Law and Empty. Low and Empty. Amongst the Low and Empty, sorry. That's good. Tower of Torsos and Death Whistle. Tower of Torsos being the one that's new. So I think this is the band that's like, hey, we have a new new album new album yeah. coming out. Or here's ready for a new song, whatever they said. Yep, yep. Um, <clears throat> any combination of those words is what bands typically mm-hmm. say when there's new shit they're playing. Um. But yeah, six songs, super quick set. It's kind of crazy that this was six songs and and those was seven. But I guess it's probably it's just the time length of the songs because neither one of them really talked too much. No, neither one really did. Not I think there's a little bit of talking here, but I can't remember what. I do remember a little bit of talking. Yeah, but it was just like the little bit. The like little bits. he said, like oh, the new album, the new yeah. song. Um, he uh, said that. Like Revelations of a Silent King, I think was like one of their favorite songs to play or something. So I mean, it was like very little things that they said, but it wasn't like some of the bands that get up and 
between every single song, they have like a little commentary thing. Yeah. <clears throat> I did love this drummer. Like the drum for these guys was fucking amazing, I thought. And it's I'm trying to remember. It started with the drummer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, once again, they're out there doing their own, putting their own shit together, doing their own sound check and all of that. And the drummer just starts doing the bass drums, whatever it is, right? And it's like, all right, I'm going to put my earplugs in. (laughs) And then the bass kicks in and he starts doing his mic checks and his checks and whatnot. And it's like, all right, I, I'm really enjoying what, what I'm hearing so far. This is awesome. Just from the sound check? Yeah, just from the sound check, <laughs> yeah. And then the drummer comes out, and he just continued to kick ass. I felt like the drums were fucking amazing for this band. I really enjoyed that. Um. Oh, sorry, was I supposed to comment? No, just if you had anything else to no, throw No, no, it was, I mean, I remember when it, when they did the soundtrack, it had, like, the feeling where you can feel the power, yeah. like, Again, I don't even know how to say that, but like how to describe it, but we're like... Like the amps were so up and the yeah, bass was so yeah. high that like you felt the bass. Yeah, yeah, you could feel it like booming, and I personally really enjoy that. No, it's fun. I like that too when Without you feel Without earplugs in. Uh, well, I want to protect my hearing, so... Yeah. So we'll keep that Mine's going Mine's already shot, so what's the problem? <laughs> Again, great stage performance, oh, I yeah. thought. Yeah. Um, I really, really, really enjoyed them. I did too. I, I should have listened to them today at work, but I didn't think about it but this is uh, when they were playing i was like oh i'm gonna add them to my daily work playlist because i really enjoyed it one style of vocals all kind of a growl Mm -hmm. unlike um the previous band where she did the two styles and but yeah it's still the same thing it was very i still i really enjoyed it and you were mentioning earlier about i think it was this band you turn around like are you okay yeah yeah um I think it's because I, I think why I asked that is because it was so much growl singing and such high bass and everything. Like I, I know that I'm more into that than you. I mean, I I am into it. I do like it. Not too much though. I guess is what I'm trying to yeah. get at. Yeah. Um, the Denver Beer and Metal Festival we went to was a lot of death metal like this. Uh, a lot of doom metal. I really enjoyed doom metal. I yeah. think over yeah. this, but it's a different style. It's adjacent styles, I guess. But I, I enjoyed this. It was fun. All right. So our camera fucked up and it shut down. So I have to replace the batteries and all that fun shit. Um, we are back. So we'll just continue our conversation where we were. I'm pretty sure we were talking about if you enjoy this music or if you were enjoying it that night. No, yeah, I, I was definitely enjoying the music um, and enjoying it. And uh, you mentioned, like, this is your main music that you're really into right now. Not the main style, at least. Not the style that, like, I'm definitely, like, into right at the moment. I do really enjoy this music. Don't get me wrong. I just enjoy it in smaller doses. Oh, okay. Mixed in between things. Not four bands in one night? Yeah. Well, I guess it was one concert. It's not, like... A weekend of concerts like the death metal or the Denver, the Denver one. one yeah. But the thing with Denver was they sprinkled in Some doom metal, doom. Yeah. which really yeah. changes up in my opinion. Yeah. Where this was, yes, one style all the way through until you get to Whitechapel to some extent. Whitechapel, we'll talk about there, is definitely the same sort of 
death metal music for sure. Yeah. But the clean vocals. It's deathcore, so it has the clean change vocals. Change it so much more. Yeah. And, and in my opinion, for the better. I really like that like duality of like good and evil, clean and dirty type thing. Clean and dirty. I guess that's one <laughs> good way and to evil. Look at it, yeah, I like, like the good and evil better than clean and dirty. But um, dirty vocals. Yeah. They're a dirty vocalist. But with this band, like I was definitely starting to be like, all right, it's gonna be a lot of the same thing. Yeah. Which isn't bad, especially if that's the thing that you're really, really into. By all means, like that's great. Yeah. But I do like when there's a lot more diversity in a bill, in in a bill by like yeah, the the yeah, bands. Yeah. So we noticed this with uh, Lamb of God last year, where even all the bands were like, "Props to Lamb of God for putting such a diverse bill together." And there were a couple times last year we heard that. Um, and I, I do like the diversity in the bill, where you get a bunch of different styles. Like Lamb of God, the only diverse part of it I think is Baroness. Yeah, I definitely agree that Baroness was. Definitely different, right? Yeah. That was Suicide Silence also, wasn't it? Yeah. And then Kill Switch Engage. Were Kill Switch Engage not quite the same level as Suicide Silence? Like, they're definitely metal, but it's not like the death metal. It's more, I don't want to say pop metal, because it's definitely not like radio metal, like uh, pop evil and shit, right? Um, But it is more accessible, more mainstream than death metal itself is. Yeah, maybe. And then you have the bridge between those two, between Kill Switch Engage and Suicide Silence, which is Lamb of God, where they're... You're forgetting Obituary. Oh, shit. They were there, too, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. Wait, so there's five bands. Yeah, because there's Suicide Silence. Baroness. Baroness, Obituary, Kill Switch Engage, and Lamb of God. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, Baroness is the only one that's kind of... Out of yeah. the realm. Like, I feel like the pace and everything of Kill Switch Engage is exactly the same as Obituary or Suicide Silence. It's a little bit different sound, but the pace is the same. Where Baroness was. Yeah. I, eh. <laughs> I guess I can kind of see that. Maybe that's where I'm going at it is the music I like is it doesn't necessarily matter if they're uh, clean vocals or screamy vocals or whatever. It's the pace of the music. You just want the tempo yeah. to be up. Yeah. 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 And like loud drums and loud bass loud well i'm saying bass guitar um loud bass also but that's drums and then um fast guitar but like limited guitar solos i hate guitar solos oh you do yeah okay and the third band has guitar solos <laughs> the third band has a lot we'll get into that yeah. here shortly but i mean <laughs> sticking with this thread i mean yeah i get that i do enjoy that don't get me wrong but i also like the the I don't want to say slower, but it is slower. The slower tempo, yeah. Sort of. I, I like the composition of the song, how it flows up and down, and how you can like weave certain elements in and out. I, I really enjoy that aspect of it, the nuance there. Um, I do like the fast tempo. Don't get me wrong, I love that. I like guitar solos, so I guess that's where we're gonna always be different. Probably, I, probably, yeah. But I mean, even. I don't know. I've I've started like listening to stuff I used to think was really fast tempo growing up. And then you listen to it now, or I listen to it now, and I'm like, oh, this particular song by X, I'll just say Lamb of God, it's not as fast as I thought it was. Yeah. I, can, I can pick it up a lot better than I yeah. did as a teenager. I remember like, oh, it was probably seven years ago. 
What, what would seven years ago be? 2016? Yeah, I think so. 2016 or 2019. I can't remember, but um, I was talking about how we went to a Slipknot show. I was talking with my aunt about how we went to a Slipknot show. And I was just like, I don't understand how the person right next to us was singing to every single song. Like, I don't understand that. I can't pick up on the words that quickly to, cause I'm like, they sing too fast. It's too fast for me to sing. Cause at the time it was like, I would listen to disturbed and Lincoln park where you can understand the vocals very well. <laughs> and, um, but now I can sing to a, a lot of slipknot songs cause it's just repetition of listening to it, picking up on the fast beats, everything like that. So yeah. it's just one example, Yeah. but it's like, it's, I think it's just a difference of picking up on those fast beats and the fast portion of the songs versus slower. Yeah. Anyways, signs of the swarm. Uh, did you go through the set list? Yeah, I, we, I can't we went through okay, that. Okay, I couldn't remember yeah. where the like the camera thing happened. Um, one thing that I remember from this is uh, the lead singer was um, like, I don't, I think it was like during the second song or something was like, okay, like. Every show we've been to, there's crowd surfers. Like, you guys are moving, but there's always crowd surfers. Like, make the security work. Yeah, I remember that. And by the end of the night, security was done working. <laughs> Let me tell there you. There was a lot of crowd surfers. There was, there. yeah. The most I think I've ever seen at a House of Blues. At so. a House of Blues, yeah. The other thing I remember, or that the crowd interaction that the, the lead singer had for this was toward the end. It might have been the very last song or as they were done, is, you know... I'm going to butcher this band's name. Arcspire, right? Is what we think I think it's Arcspire, yeah. Get ready for Arcspire. They're going to show you... Um, they're going to show you how they keep it technical. Or techno, I thought he said. Techno, yeah. I yeah. thought he said techno. Yeah. And then they start tearing their shit down, and I realize... I said this earlier, like... I think there's only three bands, because I only three see three drum kits up there. And normally they have all the drum kits up there, and they slowly take one down at a time. Okay. And you're like, no, there's four merch booths back there. So there's four bands. And then when he said that, you're like, keep it techno. And I was like, oh, shit. Here's where the diversity comes in. I'm going to be fine with this. You're going to hate this. I thought the same thing. And I, thought, I even turned to you. I and I'm like, say, gave me that face. Me. Like, oh, God. <clears throat> like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. But then they willed out a drum kit. Started putting that together. Oh, are we done talking about signs of? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, anything you want to wrap up about? No, that's fine. I, I didn't realize that we had transitioned. Oh, uh, I guess we okay. just talked about the one thing and then, yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, but no, uh, <laughs> quickly transition or talk about the other band. Um, Signs of the Swarm, I did really enjoy them a lot. They were awesome. Yeah. Something, again, it's on our it's on our playlist. When it comes on, I'm not going to skip it by any means. It's Like I said, I really enjoy this music as a... Uh, a palate cleanser, sort of speak. Okay, that's a weird way to say. I would think that this would be like main music, and a palate cleanser would be like a little bare ass on the side. Now this is like, all right, I'm, I need something to pick up the pace. I need something to like refresh so and then start my way back. When over. you're having a really bad day at work, put on signs of the swarm. It's. I don't think I will. It's going to be. A, Why? It's still going to be Lamb of God and Alma Marth are like my go-to. Add signs of the swarm in there. We'll see. It'll make your day better. We'll see. And then a way tour song. No, 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 no. <laughs> see, that's so weird that you are like so into this metalcore stuff and also into this like death metal. So yeah, deathcore. Just because it has core in it doesn't mean it's <laughs> doesn't mean like 
Oh, metalcore and deathcore, the same thing. Like no, they had same elements though. Just no, I don't. They do. Whitechapel and Wage War have very similar elements. It's just how the music comes across. Where because Wage War is metalcore, but it has the same thing where it's growls and clean vocals, and Whitechapel is deathcore with the clean vocals. I guess, but I mean. I, of the two, I'm definitely listening to Whitechapel before I am. Okay. Uh, wage war. Get ready for our seven hour car ride. Yeah, I know. Um, no, we're doing no. Uh. Uh-uh. Anyway, I don't know where the fuck we are. Um, <laughs> we're distracted. Signs tonight. of the Swarm. Great band. I really enjoyed it. Um, definitely seek it out again. Come to town. Definitely go check them out again. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. I will too. Um, and Arcspire, as we started to talk about, kind of, we thought they were going to be a techno band. Again, not a band we've ever listened to or heard. I start bringing out the drum kit, and then I see, like, what I assumed was a bass, like, without the head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the bass came out, and it was like a seven, eight string bass. Yeah, that was awesome. And it was like... Did you get a picture of that? I may have. I don't know. I haven't looked at the pictures yet. I kind of wish we were in, like, on the rail. To yeah. get a really good picture of that. It was a really cool bass, yeah. Um, and But the the guitar that came out, I actually thought was the bass player. Or just like, it has no like head to the neck, right? It just goes up the fretboard and yeah. then wraps around. It's like a just a nub yeah. at the point. Not like that little swoopy thing that the all the strings tie into. I feel like I've seen one of those before. So the I just can't. bass player, I think, for Slipknot has one. Oh, okay. Like that. Okay. Which may be why I was like, oh, that's the Oh, it has the to be bass. a bass, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh, this is going to be like, um, uh, who was it? Um, dead, something dead. Um, uh, Dance with the oh, Dead. Oh, Dance with the Dead, yeah. Where it's going to be techno, but they're going to be playing instruments and doing metal on top of. Yeah. They'll like lay down a backing track yeah, and then play instruments on top of Dance it. with the Dead had like the DJ but a guitar player. So they both were guitar players and they took turns. One would DJ, the other one would play guitar. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. they'd flip for the next yeah. song. And I just remember the little guy's ponytail. Yeah. He was headbanging all night. And I thought that's what we were going to get here. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's... So I actually had that same thought of like that it was going to be like the EDM type music. Um and I actually had a positive thought about it. And I was like, well, maybe this is one that I will enjoy and then get more into the EDM side because you want me to get more into EDM side. Not all of it. But there's, I think, some things like 1788L I think no. you would enjoy. No. 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 You don't even see, you don't even get a shot. I've heard it. But you don't give it a shot. As soon as you, we say we're playing it, you're like, I'm checking out. This is retarded. I'm not doing this. This is stupid. You can see it in your face and your eyes whenever we're like, we're going to play this. That's just my face. No, but it's different. Like, I know you're like normal. I hate everything, but I really don't. <laughs> this is just who I am face. But that same face when it's like, I really hate what's going on. There's little nuances, but it's <laughs> not quite the same face. Okay. Anywho, rambling again. Um, But no, then the, the band actually comes out. They start playing and it's not techno. It's not EDM. At all. Nope. And it's technical death metal. Like, 
very technical yes. death metal. Very, very fast. So techno wasn't techno. It was like technical. Technical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're going to show you how they keep it technical. Yeah. And maybe that's what he said and we thought he said techno. Maybe. It very yeah. well could be. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, Karen's comment on outfit choice. Oh, yeah. Let's hear this. Do you, you know what I'm going No, I don't. I'm you don't know the what I'm shorts. Com- yeah. They all had swim trunks on. That was kind of funny. I thought that was funny. <laughs> the people around us kept commenting on it. Too. Oh, did they? I didn't hear that. Yeah. yeah. I was just like, at first when I saw um, the guitarist that you were talking about that didn't have the the top of the, the top. Yeah. Whatever that's, that's called. called. Yeah. We, we don't know shit. Um, so when I saw him, I was like, oh, that's very summery looking shorts. And then I saw like, the base who had similar shorts on. I mean, they're all different designs, but similar. And then I saw the guy with, or the singer who had the American flag trunks on. And I was like, oh, these are all swim trunks. And then I kind of just smiled. Yeah. It's not like the tucked in shirts from Saturday night, but. I see. I, no, I liked it. I, I liked the swim trunks part. I did too. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed this music too quite a bit. Did you? I did. Of the, Three openers. This is probably my favorite. Oh, really? Signs yeah. of the Swan was my favorite. Uh, and then Anthos. And then Arkspire. Again, a quick set. I felt like not. it felt like it went on a little bit. He talked a lot. But there was a lot of crowd interaction. Yeah. But they played eight songs, eight yep. tracks. What did we get? Um, so we have Remote Tumor Seeker, Bleed the Future, Abandon the Linear, A Dark Horizontal, Golden Mouth of Ruin, Calamus will animate. Sorry, Calamus will animate. Uh, involuntary doppelganger. I like that. I like that name um, a lot, yeah. And then drone, finally. Drone Corpse Aviator. Yeah. <laughs> involuntary doppelganger for sure. Yeah, I like that name. <laughs> it was a sweet name. I enjoyed yeah, that when yeah. I was putting this on the playlist. Yeah. Um, I don't know what song it was, but like they had a backing track go, and then it was like a gun cock. Yeah. And then know. the lead singer comes out and just like does shit with his mouth and makes noises. And it sounded fucking awesome. I thought it was so weird. And I don't know. It was, it was cool. I, <laughs> I think how you explained that, like just made noises with his mouth. That's like grandma explaining <laughs> somebody's singing. Yeah. I don't know if it's supposed to be like a, like a, like a machine gun sound that he was trying to do with his mouth. I assume that's yeah, what it was. I think so. But, when I heard it, I was like, that's fucking impressive to get, like, that out of the mouth. It's <laughs> like, I thought that was cool. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, you mentioned there was a lot of crowd interaction. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the crowd interaction because I found it hilarious. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where, what was it? The first one was like, we were in tour in Europe and it sucked because my mom posted she likes semen. Or semen's no, good semen's for good for the skin. And they kept making fun of me on the tour for that. Like, yeah. And, like, apparently she's got a big thing for Tommy Lee Jones. So he has a whole crowd, like, fuck you, Tommy Lee Jones, or something like that. Yeah. I, it, that was the first time, maybe, that the first crowd interaction that made me smile. Like, it's out of fucking nowhere. Like, yeah. Not, not knowing this band or what they, what they, you know, who they are or whatnot. Like, it, it was hilarious. Yeah. Um, they split the floor in half, got two people in the middle, and fucking played Twister. Yep. And then it's like, after like four moves, he like flips the board over that he's like spinning on stage. It's like, oh, look at this. The next move is Wall of Death. And then just 
they start playing and the crowd collapses in. Like that was funny. I a part of me was like, this is gonna suck, but also be fucking hilarious. So we just sit here for ten minutes and play Twister. Yeah. So I knew that was gonna happen. Oh, did you? Yeah. So I didn't know it was this band, but on I always bring up Instagram, but on Instagram, like if you go to the like search thing and just like go through the reels, um, it was one of the reels that came up. But I didn't know it was this band. But I was like, oh, it's fucking awesome that they're playing Twister. And then I knew the wall of death was going to come. So as soon as he was like, Twister time, I was like, holy shit. Like, I wanted to be like, oh, my God, I didn't know it was this band. But I didn't want to like let you know because I knew we were going to talk about it. Um, and then as soon as it happened, I was just like, it's going to be a wall of death. Yeah. Yeah, see... I didn't know that. I don't, yeah, I know. I, don't I know do, you wouldn't. You don't like search through Instagram. I like don't know. Yeah. And yeah. But that's the same way how I found Anthos or like I saw yeah. Anthos, but I didn't know that you it was her. You did bring that up. Did you? Yeah, yeah, I did. You did bring that up. Yeah. Okay. On the first cut of the, <laughs> of the podcast. Yeah. Where, um, cause I'll, I'll just watch that over and over. Like, especially if I'm just sitting on the couch or something, just watch them over and over. And so it's just random shit like this that comes up. And that's like the anthos. She's on there just singing. Them. Just singing, yeah. Okay. Yeah. At a concert, but yeah, I didn't know it was. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. So it's like recording at a concert. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But it's like a professional. I mean, probably not professional, but Maybe it looks it pretty is. good. Yeah. I mean, all all the bands didn't seem like they had um, photographers. Photographers, yeah. So Which, I have a comment on that. What's that? It's cool that they have photographers. But this night, I felt like there was always like seven or eight up there. Maybe that's exaggerating how many there were, but I felt like they would stand up and be in the way of the crowd. And I just, maybe it's just the positioning of House of Blues and like where this, because the rail is really close to the stage at House of Blues. Um, And with the security there and stuff, maybe they had to be in that area. Or I mean, obviously they had to be in that area, but maybe they had to be that close or like in that position and stuff. But I felt like it was distracting and Hmm. it was bugging me at least. Yeah. And there was a couple of times where I was like, if I was, on the rail like a couple of the people were and then this person like stands in front of me to take a picture i would have been like fucking get away like i, I i'm here on the rail yeah i didn't notice that on oh really okay so it must have just bugged me i the one thing i did notice was right before white chapel went on four of them or five of them how many yeah they all basically came down from the side and worked because we were right by on stage left yeah. Basically the entrance into the, yeah, the, the barrier. There between. was like no barrier like right by us. There was like a trash can and then. Yeah, that was part of the barrier. Guard. Yeah. <laughs> and then just like a security guard standing there who was also helping with the, yeah. the crowd surfers and whatnot. But they just came down through through the side into that little gate and like four or five of them just one after another in a row. Like, yeah. And at first I was like, uh, it was like, oh, the band's going to go on here real soon. This is the VIP people who paid. Oh no, I didn't to get that. like the front row seats. We've seen that with a few other bands where, for the first like two songs, VIP people yeah. can. One of the packages is you get like that in between the barrier view of the stage. You can take photos and whatnot. But then I realized they all had their like professional cameras. Yeah, it's like oh no shit, this is the photographers that are coming in. So yeah, still the band's about to go on. But now we just gotta yeah. get our places. That was for every single song, not just Whitechapel. But, but that's when you, I only noticed. You, that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> like, not every single song. I meant every single band. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This night it bugged me. I I've never really noticed it before. So maybe it's just the number of photographers that they had. Um, I do remember being at the radius. I think it was the night of. 
in this moment and the photographers were like right by us in the crowd. Oh. And that bugged me because their camera lenses were like real and they shuttered. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like just silent, which obviously during a concert, maybe you don't have to worry about like having the silent sound or whatever, but I could hear it and yeah. it was bugging me. <laughs> so that was the only second or the only other concert that have been to that the photographers are impeding on my experience. Your experience. Yeah. yeah. And it could just be mine personally and nobody else's, but yeah. And just, yeah, exactly. The, there was, I think one moment too, at the end during white chapel where one of the photographers came back and went into the crowd to like get photos of, like the, pit Oh, the pit, yeah. yeah. I remember, I remember that. Walking yeah. By. I remember that too. Um, anyway, back to arc spire, uh, other crowd interactions. There was the, we have like two songs. I think it was like, we have two songs left to play for you, which is good news and bad news. Or, you know, like I have good news and bad news for you. We have two songs for you. Bad news is our driver's a drunk and drinks way too much and we could all die tomorrow. Yeah. Um, still kind of funny, but also drunk driving, not that funny. No, so no. it's like, Ugh, all right. Part of me is like, I hope you're kidding, but yeah. he might not be. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then another one, their lighting tech. Oh, uh, yeah. It was I his forgot. birthday. Was it his birthday? No. he Was it this band? The lighting tech was... Um, a former firefighter. He took well, time off. not former. He is a firefighter yeah. that's taking leave to help with the lighting. Yeah. I just couldn't remember if that was this band or if that was our... Um, oh, that was signs, this band. Yeah. Signs of the Swarm. Okay. Because then when he got done, he's like, he's hung like a horse. He's single. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah. He, also, he I wasn't, all the banter. Also, I wasn't joking about our driver. Yeah. Was like yeah how I remember that. that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, really great stage performance. Like I said, I really enjoyed this band the most out of the three okay. openers definitely get the technical aspect of it yeah. because you were talking about guitar solos and they would switch guitar solos back and forth yeah. and it was very technical yeah. solos. Yeah. Which I mean, in death metal, you don't really hear very many guitar solos like that. And so that it was just kind of odd to me. It was odd to me to see that, but then have it seen that it's a technical death metal band. It makes sense. And then even like bass solos too in there. Yeah. Um, playing is like seven string bass, six, eight string bass, right? Like just going bonkers on the bass. Was, I really enjoyed this band a lot, like I said, mm-hmm. a million times already. But again, not knowing the band and not knowing their music, so I felt like, especially early on when there wasn't, like when I felt like they transitioned between one song to another without any banter, any crowd interaction, it got kind of hard for me to track what song was. Oh, like how many songs they played? So are you talking for like Anthos and no, uh, for uh, this last band? Oh, okay. Arc Spire. Okay. Um, and like I said, like we've said that clock though was hanging over. Oh yeah. So it's like before he even came out and said, we have two songs left. I was like, I think they might have time for two, but I also feel like their songs are like eight minutes long. So maybe not. And looking at their times, they're not that long. There's a couple like six minute, four minute songs, which four I think is average, but not like an eight minute song by any means. There's just a lot of banter. There was. Yeah. But like I said, like I felt like some of the songs blended really well together that I could, I really couldn't tell if it was one oh, song Oh, okay. Or two. That's what you're commenting on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Um, anyway, said a million times, my favorite band of the night. Yeah. I think uh, not of the night, but of the openers. Yeah. I think you said your favorite was. Um, uh, Signs of the, well, Whitechapel, obviously, right. but uh, Signs of the Swarm was my favorite opener. All right, before we get into Whitechapel, I don't think we've ever done this, but quick recap of the openers and our thoughts. Were you a fan of all of the openers? Yeah. Um, me too. I really did enjoy all the openers. I didn't like, the only thing I didn't really like is because it was, it is, to me it felt very repetitive. Same thing over and over and over and over, even though I know it wasn't the same thing over. And we touched on that briefly, that I do like the, the more um, diverse, diverse yeah. type stuff. But overall, I still really enjoyed all of the openers. Um, they all put on great shows, great sets, and yeah, happy to see them. I'll definitely check them all out again. Yeah, me too. Um, Sorry, I didn't know we were doing like a whole no, I just thing thought, on it. So. No, I just thought we should, we haven't really done that and like okay. talk about I'll be prepared next time. No, it's, <laughs> it just came up and. No, that's fine. That's fine. I just said, yeah, I like it. And you're going into a whole bunch of stuff about it. Anything else for you? Around no, that's the fine. Okay. You can cut all that out if you want. No, no, I won't. And then we get into. Whitechapel. Yeah. I want to talk about the clock really quick before we get into okay, Whitechapel. Okay, yeah, get into the clock. So, uh, Arc Spire got done at like 9.10 or something. And then I was like, was okay. It really? Yeah, it was. And then I was like, okay, so Whitechapel will probably go on at 9.30. Yep. And then it became 9.40. And then it became 9.45. 9.42 is what I remember. Was it? Yep, 9.42 is when he came out. Okay. I thought it was 9.45 and they came out at 9.48. No. Okay. I, I might have been off a little bit. Because I remember... I rem- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, basically, I was just like... I knew that they were playing the Valley in the Full. Yep. Yep. And then I was like... But I hope that they would then play six encore songs. That, that was my hope. I didn't know. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, okay. But then as the time clicked on, I knew... I know that at House of Blues, I think that they try to be done at like 1040. Because I think they have to be done at 11. Okay. So 1040 is like... Okay, now we have time to cut off so that we don't get into the city issues. And that's just based on past shows you've been to. On a lot of past shows, and I think I saw an article on Wrigley where the city has a thing about 11 o'clock. But is that just for Wrigley or is that for I all don't know. venues? I don't know if it's just for Wrigley or not. I'm just saying I read an article about Wrigley that they have a thing for 11 o'clock. Gotcha. Okay. So that's where I'm getting this from. Okay, okay. And I don't know where this article came from, but um, anyways. So, and plus, almost every show, like, whenever we go to the Aragon, they're done at 10.50. I mean, maybe other genres of concerts go on later. I mean, because I know, like, when Kanye West... He did his listen party. His listen party. It didn't even start until 10 o'clock. It was fucking late. You're right. It was, like, three hours late. But I don't know if that, if he got fined for that. So, yeah, and that's the other thing. I think you definitely get fined for stuff. Because yeah. um, we talked about that with Metallica, Metallica at Lala. Yeah. Or at least, I don't know if we ever posted that episode, but... Metallica. No, we didn't. We had COVID when yeah. we recorded that. It was bad. Um, <laughs> and plus, we didn't have good set. I don't know. That was like our second episode that we ever tried Our trial record. run, yeah, yeah. Our yeah. trial, yeah. But like even on their like set list, it says hard curfew at this time. Yeah. And yeah. they cut Lars off from yeah. his, like... Well, they played for 10 minutes after they were supposed to, and they then did, they yeah. came out and did their pick thing, and then they talked, and... Yeah. Yeah, they cut Lars off. Um, Anyways. 
But yeah, to your point about the to the clock, I was doing the same thing. Yeah. And I do remember it being 940, 942. I'm fairly certain it was 942 because You could be right. As the evening went on, it got to 10. And then it got to like 1010 and then 1020 and I was like the valley's short as fuck. It's like 40 minutes long. Yeah. And I was like so that gets us to 1020 at that point. And around 1020 is like the valley's got to be almost over. And getting in, I I listen to Whitechapel. I enjoy Whitechapel. And once I found out they're playing the Valley in the Full, I listened to it that day. I think I found out, and then I didn't listen to it again. Oh, okay. Since then, because I okay. don't want to. I don't like when bands play the album in the full. Yeah. Especially if it's an album I know and I enjoy. Like I don't like the. I know what's gonna come next. I yeah, want to be surprised. Yeah. Aspect. Yeah. I get, I get that feeling because even when we're going th- through it, um, which I think a couple days ago I told you, like I think that they're playing it front to back because I saw that on like an Instagram post, and I was like kind of upset that day that I saw that, um, because I was like, oh, um, I knew they were playing it in full because they've announced that since they announced the tour, but I guess I was kind of hoping it was like. Play a couple of songs off of Valley. Play a couple of songs off Kin. See, and that I enjoy. Like yeah. if you can sprinkle it across. Yeah. But if you just do, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. That, it. I don't know. I'm torn. Sometimes I'm like, oh my god, that's fucking awesome. That's cool to see. Like you, you only do it for like special occasions. And the Valley came out in 2020. 2019, I think. 2019. So I think they were supposed to do a tour in 2020. So I think that's where this came from. Is we this couldn't is like do it because making of COVID. up, yeah. Because like when we saw them uh, last year, they were playing the Kin album a lot. Of, I mean, because the Kin was the, their newest album. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love the Kin. I know you do. Like, yeah. I'm a big fan. Yeah. of the Yeah, and I love the Valley. Well, so. not the Kin of Kin of Kin. Yeah, I like Valley um, a lot. I don't know what their other album is. Just Whitechapel. This is Exile. Oh, Exile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, all right. Quickly getting into the playlist then. Obviously, all of the kin, which no, was... No, the valley. God damn it. All of the valley that we've been saying all night. Um, Can we go through? Yeah. Okay. When a demon defiles a witch, forgiveness is weakness, brimstone, hickory creek, black bear, we are one, the other side, third death. Uh, what's that one? Oh, Lovelace and Doomwoods. Sorry, so I didn't know Lovelace. All of the valley. Yep. Start, start to back. We get to Doomwoods and... Phil Bozeman's like, we finally made it. We're here. We're done. And he, with good reason, yeah, he was definitely not feeling well. Yeah. You could tell. I mean, so before it even starts, it's just the drummer up there. Um, and then he comes out in a coat and pants or like. His jeans and a his coat. Je- uh, yeah. Um, but like a coat zipped up with hood on. And he's like, so I'm under the weather. I have something going on. I'm going to try to push through. And at first I was like, shit, so, like this is going to be bad. Yeah. So you were talking about how long it took for this, like for them to come yeah. on and go on. Yeah. And I was thinking the same thing, but they there was a lot of fucking shit on that stage and they cleared all of that out and brought out the drum kit on the high riser. But I think it was already on the high riser. Yeah, it was out there already. Um, but by the time it got done, there was nothing on the stage. Oh, okay. I don't know if you noticed this too. Members from the previous bands were coming out to help tear down. 
the lead singer from Signs of the Swarm was out there pulling down the lighting. So I think like those lighting may have been there. So he's like, go fucking use it, do whatever you want with it, or it was somebody's. But it was kind of cool to see the other bands who were there all night coming out to help tear this shit down and clear the stage. Oh, okay. And he got over. Stage was empty. I saw the drummer out under the clock, just beating away, having fun with it. Um, off to the our side of the stage, on stage left, you can kind of see somebody with a guitar, like, tuning it, and either a bass or guitar, I don't know wh- who or what. Um, but the one thing I do want to say real quick about this, the music in between the bands was fucking weird. There was a lot of rap. Night. A lot and of then, rap, a lot of pop. And then this one was country yeah i don't know it started it, with country it was all over the fucking um, place there was some metal that got sprinkled and in every now and then rap city no um sweet carolina oh sweet carolina yeah 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 sorry and i forget then, what concert concert is and the drummer sitting there beating away and there's like the whole crowd bump 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 and the drummer just like perks up and looks over and just has this giant grin on his face oh. and then just kind of like smiles shakes his head goes back to doing his thing and then it's hands, oh, yeah. touching hands. And yeah. then later on, bump, bump, bump. And every time it was the bump, bump, bump. Like he just, he had this giant smile on oh, his okay. face. Like it made me smile. Like he's getting a kick out of Metalhead singing Sweet Caroline, which is fucking awesome. Also, I, I don't know. I love that. It made me smile. Um, but yeah, as you were mentioning, came out and I thought he was going to say, we're not doing this. We're not doing I this. I know, me too. I was really, because I mean, it, the stage was set up and the drummer was back there, like I said, beating away, just hanging out for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And then when he came out, I was like, hey guys, sorry, I got some bad news. Um, We just, we can't do this tonight. Sorry. I was really worried that's Yeah, I did too. Yeah. But as you said, it's like, he's under the weather. We're going to try to push through this. We'll We'll do the best we can. Please be patient. And then the other members came out, and then they started playing, uh, and you know, playing the valley. And he did great. Yeah, like, I could. From a vocal standpoint, I could not tell a difference. No, not at all. Um, from obviously from an energy standpoint, and from um, performance. I mean, nothing against him. I I don't want to sound like I'm being like it sucks because it didn't. No, no. but um. He did say multiple times, like, hey, I might be, like, sitting down or I might be, like, singing from the back. But, like, I'm going to do that. Like, going to get through as much as I can. Um, so, yeah, a couple times, like, during, um, is it Brimstone? He sat down. I think so it was it the was, first one. It was pretty quick. Where Yeah, I think it was Brimstone. He sits down and just sings the whole song. So he had the um, the risers that yeah. he would stand on. Yeah, and I've seen video from other concerts, and he's, like, jumping off of those and, you know, like, using those. I mean, like when we saw him at the Radius, like, yeah, yeah. it's just all over the place. So it was a little different to see him using it as a chair <laughs> instead of, like, um Because he brought the mics down, active. like, all the way down yep. to, like, so he could sit there and yep. sing. Yeah. And then put it back up when he wanted to yeah. stand up. And there's one point he turned over to stage left and, like, pretended to sit down and then, like, point to the ground, like, I need a chair now. Yeah, yeah. And then he went and sat on that thing, and you see somebody running out Yeah, the I chair. saw that, yeah. And then he's sitting on the chair for a couple songs, or yeah. in between, like, every now and then. Also, he's, like, 
at one point he's like, yeah, I had a, a 102 fever today. I was in the fetal position. I wasn't sure I was going to make this work. I'm here now. We're going to do this. We're going to push through. But throughout the set, he was taking his coat off. Yeah. yeah. And then on and yeah. covering his head. Like You know he had a fever. <laughs> definitely had the fucking chills. And yeah. That shit sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's fucking out here like just. I know. I'm going to do it. I think about when we were sick last summer and we couldn't even like get off the couch or couldn't even like walk to the grocery store and he's out there fucking right. singing and doing as much as he possibly can. And it's like, man, we suck. <laughs> but I mean, getting into the playlist. Uh, oh, we didn't finish the playlist. No, I so I wanted oh, to okay. talk about. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. The sorry. Valley. Because I mean, they said they're going to play that in full and we already talked about they did okay. it in order. Yep. Yep. Um, and like I said, I listened to. I listened to it when I found that out and I haven't touched it since. Oh, okay. And the highlight of the album for me, especially at that time, was Hickory Creek. Oh, really? Okay. And then when they get to it, like, this is Hickory Creek, and they start getting into it, I was like, oh, shit, that's right. This song's on that album. Fuck, that's awesome. So that like that's where then I get that surprise. Yeah. That I was like, oh, good. Good thing I, I haven't touched this in months. So I could be, like, surprised a little bit by it. Yeah. Um. And I was like, that's awesome. I, I love that song. It's not as good as I Will Find You, but we're probably not going to get that tonight, and at least I got this, so that's awesome. And the very first song for their sort of encore or post The Valley was I Will Find You. Yep. And I was so happy to hear that. Yep. So Hickory Creek was definitely like the, the highlight for me for the album. Um, other than that, I, I did enjoy the whole, the whole album. The whole set was, was awesome for this first part. Uh, how about you? What do you what do you think? Well, yeah, I I I've listened to the Valley through multiple times, so I know the order of the songs and stuff. I actually enjoyed listening to it coming through because or going start to be finish. I didn't oh, think really? I would, but I did because I, I listen to this a lot, like walking to work. So it's I don't have my phone out. I don't know what song's coming up. But just hearing that first second of the song, right. it's like that click of like, oh, this song, this song, That's this what song. song I'm really hear. Yeah. So I think it's a little bit different than when like not necessarily knowing what song's coming on next, like when you're looking at your phone or looking at your computer or whatever you're listening to music on um, or on the radio. Sometimes it comes across your radio um, where sometimes I don't pick up what the song is until I read it. And then I'm like, oh, this song. Oh, where, like the title. Yeah, the title. Yeah, yeah. Or or like even who's, I mean, obviously we knew Whitechapel was playing this, but even who's playing the song until I read it. Where when like you're walking with your phone in your pocket or something, you kind of get that click of like, oh, this song, this song, this song. So I kind of like that going through where I just heard the first second or a couple seconds of the song and be like, oh, I know this song. I know this song. Yeah. yeah. Well, obviously I know the songs, but like I knew what song was coming up. And then the first time we saw them, last year which was with trivium i, I believe so So yeah. in october october 8th i think was trivium yeah yeah um doomwoods is the song that got me to buy their albums oh really yeah so i liked their entire set when we saw them with trivium but when i heard doomwoods um which there's like a line in there that's like uh the devil is alive and that's like i do remember over and over. saying that a lot yeah so um, that song, and th- that's the song that they ended their last set with. Okay. Um, but after hearing that song, I was like, 
I think you and I went back to merch right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and as we were walking to merch, this is at the radius, not at the show. As we were walking to merch, I was like looking up their set list from the previous nights. So uh, I knew what out al- because I didn't know their albums. Um, so I was like, I wanted to. You want the album with that I song. I want the album with that song. We ended up buying both albums, I think, right? I don't think so. I think we oh, just Oh, so we only have Valley? We Valley. don't have the Kin? Or, I don't think oh, we, we don't have, have Kin. Kin. Oh, well, we need to buy that then. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what my memories of this album are, is all of that. And so it's funny you brought up Trivium, because I do remember the seeing them at Trivium, and I do remember liking their set quite a bit. But I didn't pick up as much clean vocal at that oh, show. Oh, yeah, you said that, yeah. I definitely got a lot more clean vocal here tonight. Yeah, um, yeah. So I don't, I don't know. It was my first time seeing them. It's the same person singing. No, so. I know it is. But it was my <laughs> first joking. time. It was my first time seeing them. The first time even listening to their music when we saw them at Trivium, and then since then I've listened to them more. Yeah, and yeah. Definitely picked up the clean vocals, and that goes into like I said, the very next song, which was "I Will Find You," which I love that song so much, and I was so excited. Yeah, when that's they finally like where they came out it was like. I will find you. Or no, it started picking up the music. I the music started and you just start smiling at, yeah. right away, which I know this is like the one song that you really enjoy. And I knew the, f- I didn't even know if you had heard it yet when, but when I listened to it, like maybe a couple days after tr- we saw him at Trivium, like when I heard that, I was like, Brian's going to like this song. Cause it kind of has like that. I say country, but like that. I definitely get country too. Yeah. Like the, but, I, but you use a different word than country. Um, I use like, Old school rock, folky, kind of country. Yeah. It's sort of like how it starts, just the guitar riffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was a little disappointed it was all backing tracks. Oh. I really wanted to hear like just the guitar player come out and play that. Yeah. Um, But when I did hear the backing track for it, it was like, yes, fuck yes, <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, I like that song too. That, I, I, I mean, I like a lot of their songs, so I shouldn't even be saying it like that, but I really enjoy that one. But once again, that duality of, like, good and evil, clean and dirty vocals and just, like, clean and dirty instruments. Like, yeah, you start with that clean sort of country, folky, whatever you want to call it, right? Mm-hmm. Guitar riff coming into it, and then it just fucking drops, and yeah. you get kicked in the face. Like, I fucking love that so much. And then you, you can switch back and forth, like... I love that change of pace and change of tempo, yeah, like all yeah. that shit. So that's what I really like. And I think that's why I gravitate a lot towards doom metal more than death metal. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because of those, you can transition into, into in it. and out of the yeah. kind of stuff a lot yeah. better. See, I think um, when it de- Demon Defies the Witch does that too. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like got the melodic parts and. Yeah, Hickory Creek for sure is very similar to I Will Find You. And like I said, like I heard that, I was like, I'm not going to hear I will find you. I'm, at least I got this. Oh, That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the last three songs of the encore, because they played I will find you. So they played the entire Valley and then they went backstage, came out and played I will find you and then went backstage again. Yeah. Um, and then so the last three songs was. Um, prosthetic fluid. Okay. Prosthetic fluid. As, as fi- I can't say that word. <laughs> asphyxiation. Asphyxiation. Asphy- I can't say it. Prostatic I, I, fluid asphyxiation. Yes, I've never been able to say that word. Uh, possession, and this is exile. So on set list, they Asphyx. definitely have, um, as you were mentioning, they, they came out and played I Will Find You, 
and then transition back. And they they have it listed as set one, set two, just because set one is the valley, the valley, yeah. and then everything else, the yeah. four extra songs. So when they announced this, um, they said that they were playing the valley in the full, and then an extended encore. So that's why I was hoping that they would play six songs for an extended encore. Yeah, so you mentioned looking back at past shows to yeah. see if... Oh, yeah, because we had talked... Sorry, I interrupted you, but we had talked about the um, set list about if it was changed because he was under the weather. Like, right. if they cut out songs or whatever. And I, ch- I checked back, and I, I've been, they're the same number. Yeah, I've been looking at set list FM for some of their previous shows, and it's all 14, and it looks like it's the same same ones. Yep, same, same order and everything. Yeah. So they didn't cut it short at all. No. Um, no. Which very easily could have been like, hey. We're playing the Valley and that's it. We're playing the Valley. I wish we could play you more. I'm so sorry. We'll be back in town soon. We'll catch you next time. And I'm, yeah. and I'm sorry. And the next time you come in town, instead of playing, you know, your 14 songs, say, fuck it. We're going to go over the 11 o'clock curfew. If that's what it is and play some extra songs for you. Um, but I, I was shocked that. Like you mentioned earlier, how much energy he had for definitely being under yeah. the weather. Yeah. And. And for having, he said something about like having bronchitis or some bronchial infection or something. I think he said he thought he had bronchitis. Yeah. yeah. And it's like for him to be able to sing like that and have bronchitis or have a bronchial infection is just crazy. Yeah. Because generally you can't talk and you can like, you can really tell and it hurts so bad, which. Maybe he wasn't paying the whole night. I don't know. Maybe. But it easily could have been, right? Yeah. Like <clears throat> you can hide your throat pain for sure. Uh to me, having COVID twice, I had COVID a few weeks ago and a year ago. This felt more like potentially COVID. COVID like but the co- like the symptoms for that are flu like, which is the same yes. for bronchitis. So yeah. like it's yeah. all like I don't want to say he had COVID, right? Like I don't want to yeah. say that at yeah. all. But the chills, he had a little bit of a cough, not that much of a cough, but the chills for sure. Like, I just, the last time I had COVID, I remember, not the last time, the first, the first time. first time, yeah. Like, I had the chills so bad, and I hate that shit so much. And energy, having absolutely no energy, being zapped. But he made do with what, like, if, if that's the case, like, he was still moving around and not jumping off the risers or anything, but... He was putting on a show for sure. I'm I'm wondering if it wasn't well, at least maybe not a positive COVID because I'm pretty sure if he was that sick, they would have probably done a test and then been like, if you have COVID, sorry, you can't right yeah. perform. But so that's why I'm wondering if he's saying bronchial infection just because he did have a cough. He did cough a few times. Um, but it wasn't like when we had COVID and we're like nonstop. Cough. Oh yeah, it was yeah. like a few coughs in between here yeah. and there. Yeah, I mean we're not doctors, so we don't know. But and, and mm. are you a doctor? You're not even a master yet. No, no, not a doctor. <laughs> and obviously, COVID impacts everybody differently. So yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, that could be something too. But but in any case, definitely under the weather. Yeah, and still put on a fucking amazing yeah. show. Yeah. So we mentioned earlier that Science of the Swarm said that to make the security work and crowd surf. Oh yeah, you were going to bring like that. Yeah, yeah. So. During Whitechapel, and I can't even remember what part of Whitechapel it was, but in the middle of the floor, a security guard got up and was like, no more. Like, we're yeah. done. Like, you're not sending anybody anymore. 
So, um, go ahead. Oh, no, go, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What were you going to say? That he said that. Oh. This was over on the other side of the stage. On stage right. Well, center, I would say. Center. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. somewhere in there. Um, I saw that, too, and I didn't take it as, like, no, no, we're done doing this. I took it as, like, he was pointing out one individual being, like, you're done doing. Like, he did, like, a little hand-throwing motion. So, I don't know if, like, there was somebody, like, being more aggressive with the push oh, into maybe. the security. Maybe. That's how I read that situation. Oh, okay. More I read of, it as no more crowd surfing. Yeah, but, like, why tell that one little section, I guess? And you can't really control that anyway. Uh, I guess. But, I mean, I guess I could see it that way, too. I I read that more of, like, you, you're you done doing that or you're going to get the fuck okay. out. Okay, okay. Because there was also sort of a fight near us where a couple guys were, like, pushing each other back and forth. And I guess that's one thing, too. The crowd here was very active, very... I did notice... I haven't been in a crowd like this where, in a while where everybody seems to be moving. Over by us, we were very far on the edge, so we didn't really get as much of that. Mm-hmm. But a few people to our left, you could definitely see that there's the constant like wave movement of just yeah. like, the ebb and flow, which, like I said, we haven't been to a show like that in a while, and shows like that are so much fun. Yeah. That's happening. But also after with that one security guard being like, no, we're done. Whatever he was saying, either yeah. no more crowd surfing or to this one person, no okay, more whatever, yeah. fucking, whatever it was. We don't know. We weren't over there. Um, there was the guy we were mentioning earlier yeah. come up over near us. Which one? Magic or? I don't care about the magic as much. Oh, okay. It was just a fun little thing. Like oh, okay. He has a magic shirt on and he used to play Magic the Gathering. Um, this guy we were talking about earlier, though, this other guy. In, like, slacks and a button-down shirt that's tucked in. Middle-aged man just going at it. Goes up over there. And cool. That's that's awesome. He's having a good time. Goes up the second time. And I think this is why you call him the gym man. Because he, like, did this sort of, like, split thing as he was going over. Oh, so he had already crowd-surfed once? Yeah, that was the second time. Oh, I didn't see the first time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So this is funny. Go ahead and tell your thing, and I got something to add on top of it. Okay, so what, the gymnastic thing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, well, I'm probably going to say the same thing right after that then. What do you say after? Well, just, I'll piggyback on what you're going to say. Okay, so when the time I saw him, he, like, when he got to the rail, the guy, the security right in front of us grabbed him, and he, like, kind of spreads his legs in the air and makes the security, like, pull him over, and then he puts his feet together and does the whole, like... Oh, I didn't notice go, that. Like, the, like, a gymnast. Like, Sorry, I'm way away from the mic. But, like, a gymnast where they're, like... Stuck the, Stuck landing the landing with the hands up. Yeah, and then he shakes the guy's hand, and then he says, and the security's like, no more, no more. And he's like, one more, one more. And the security's like, no, no more. I so what were you going to say? I didn't see the stick the landing. Oh, yeah, that's why I call him the gymnast guy. I thought you were doing it because like, he went over like with his legs. No, like, no, because he, doing the splits he did, the well, I think he did it, it on purpose where he was like, look at, you know, like, yeah, I'm yeah. a gymnast, and then he sticks the landing. Yeah, I, I did see the legs where he was like, it almost seemed like, I took it as this guy's fucking wasted and doesn't know how to like oh, operate his no. limbs. Anymore. I think he did that on purpose. Um, but I didn't notice the whole stick yeah. the landing and like yes, I did it. 10, yeah, yeah. Ten out of ten. Um, but I did notice it made me. I was laughing so hard. It was the guy's like the security guard's like you're done because he was one after another. It was boom. I did my first one. Went to the back. Did his second one. That was the stick the landing one that you were seeing. Yep. And yeah, I saw the security guard being like, 
you're done. No more. Yep. And it was, it was hilarious. Like you said, just the, but one more, please. Come on, dad. Just, just one more. Let me do one more. Nope. Nope. You're done. But just, just one. Like if you do one more, you're, you're out. So one more, I can do one more, but yeah, you're, you're out then. <sighs> Shook his hand. But one more? Like we're, we're buddies now, right? Like one more and nope, you're, you're done. I, I saw that. I didn't know if you saw that, but yeah, that, yeah. that made me laugh. It was, it was great to see that. Yeah. And he didn't go up again. So. Well, not by us anyways. I didn't see him on the other side. Cause that's the other thing too here. Right? Yeah. You can see the other side. Of the I can't see the other side. Of the um, also though, the security that aren't on the rail, but are sort of on the wings as people are crowd surfing, they do like pop up with lights to like highlight them. So the people behind the rail know where to pop up and what to do. Um, so I didn't, every time that would happen, I'd like just, because they do it on both sides. So when it happened over here, it's like, oh shit, I need to turn around to see if anything's coming. Nobody over here, where was it? Oh, it's way down there. Okay. Um, and I didn't see him again after that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if I was him and wanted to do one more, yeah, go over to the other side of the fucking stage and, and do it. But yeah. But yeah, the security guard got their, they got their work. Yep. Because there was a lot of fucking crowd surfers. There were a lot. For... Right. Uh, Whitechapel. Well, yeah, I mean, just for all the bands and yeah. well, not not Anthos, but for the it, other it bands. It started and slow, and then it, as the night went on, worked yeah. up and worked up, worked up. But I mean, for a House of Blues show that recently that we've been to, it was pretty active. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that many people at House of Blues. Not crowd surf, no. Um, the only time I've seen a pit as big and crazy was um, hell yeah. You didn't go. You were in Iowa at that time at the fair. But that was a show I went to by myself. All in all, the, the bands were fucking awesome. I enjoyed all the bands. The The crowds were great all night long. Um, we, we got there early enough to be on the floor and to stay on the floor. Um, that definitely helped, I felt like. But as you mentioned, acoustics were a little better back this time around. The yeah, like I think I went at like 10, 15 to the back and it sounded okay. Like it wasn't like the other, uh, when we... Try to go see Static X. But I mean, yeah, it was a great show all around. I, I had a I had a blast. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I had a lot of fun too. I was I was very happy to see Whitechapel again. I, I've been looking forward to this concert though for yeah. many, many weeks. So Um I would like to see them when they're all at hundred percent health and yeah, yeah, back to that show. Like when we did with Trivium. Yeah. But all things considered, it was still a phenomenal show yeah. given given health and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see them at a little bit larger venue, too. For sure. For sure, a larger venue. But, I mean, I don't know if they will, if they can't, if they didn't sell this out. Yeah, no, I I understand. I understand all that shit, but. Still, it'd be fun. Yeah, just. I, I don't know. I guess, yeah, venue size, not so much for me, but venue setup. Venue yeah, set up a little that's better. That's true. That's true. I don't think it's necessarily the size. It's. I don't like the setup of House of Blues anymore. Yeah. I, I like the more open um open area venues. Yeah. Because even like the Concord's not that big and it seems so much better because it doesn't have that because it's like, more open. Yeah, it doesn't have that railing and like because House of Blues you have to like kinda go down into the pit. I mean it's like four steps or three steps or whatever, but it's still I, I would prefer Yeah. An open space. Agreed. I agree with that hundred percent. Um yeah, 
great show all around. Great live performances all around. Yep. Yeah. New bands for us to check out yeah. and watch and follow. So yeah, very fantastic night. Yeah. Um. We'll uh, we'll we'll catch you next time. Go see some live music. Bye.